0: the Constitution is archaic. It really is a bad thing for this country. That, according to President Donald J. Trump, or at least that's the news that I and tens of millions of other Americans woke up to this morning. I walked into the family room and my wife said, you're not going to believe this. Do you know what the president said the real problem with his first hundred days is? It's the Constitution. It's archaic and it's not good for the country. Now, part of me said, oh, more of the same. We should be getting used to that kind of stuff. But another part of me flipped out a little bit. I mean, it's one thing to talk obscenely about women and to rattle on about things that you have no intention of doing and to make up facts that don't exist. But there is something so fundamentally wrong with the president of the United States saying, the Constitution is getting in the way of my doing my job. It felt to me like the ultimate statement of the kind of demagoguery we've been moving toward, and I flipped out at least a little bit. And in fact, I kept thinking, how am I going to talk about this outrage in a way that doesn't just feed more outrage? Because, of course, we know from the best of social science that simply screaming at people, this is crazy. This is exactly the kind of demagoguery that destroys great nations. We are all in danger regardless of how we happen to feel about this particular president. How will I talk about that reality in a way that doesn't simply raise people's alarms, the people who knows, most need to think about this? How does it do it so they don't just shut down and say, you see, Brad's just a Trump hater, which I really don't think I am. I'm not a supporter, but I don't think I'm a hater, right? you well, I'm a lover, not a hater. I don't know. I'm definitely not a lover, but I'm also not a hater. So how am I going to talk about this? Well, the first thing you should do, I've learned, is when things are looking a little bit weird or difficult and there's an ethical or a moral quandary, get more information. And so I set out about getting more information and going past the headlines, which I woke up to and upset me, headlines about the president calling the Constitution archaic and really bad for the country. And here's the thing, President Trump didn't say any of that. He simply didn't say those outrageous things. Other things, maybe, but not that. And so I had to take a minute and go, wow. I was most upset about what wasn't said. And that is really dangerous for all of us. Because it turns out that every single source that chose to tell America the president said it was actually playing the very dangerous game that this president ironically and tragically so accuses news media of doing, selling fake news. It's really dangerous. And it's particularly dangerous because it plays right into the narrative on the president's side and his supporters about them being aggrieved and being misunderstood, and not just misunderstood, but misrepresented by people who claim to be responsible purveyors of information. So whether it was well-intentioned outrage or simply peddling clickbait, every single place that said the president called the Constitution archaic should be ashamed of themselves and is actually doing something remarkably dangerous by playing a game that A, they cannot win, and B, feeds into the worst of what they say they're opposed to. There is no path to positive change that comes from playing the game we already know is dirty and rigged. I get it. Politics is often a bare-knuckled game. But there is something very strange about the people most opposed to the president's fast-and-loose game with the facts, getting faster and looser simply because they think they're in the moral and ethical right. It's not a path to actually reaching out to and changing minds. It's not a path toward improving the public culture. It is a path toward playing into the claims about fake news in the worst possible way. And maybe worst of all, it's the kind of overreach, and isn't that how it so often is with overreach in any part of our lives? We reach past what we can do to try and get to what we can't do. During the same weekend that those things were not said by the president, the chief of staff, Reince Priebus, discussed quite openly, calmly, and coolly about entertaining notions of rolling back, if not parts of the First Amendment itself, certainly laws which protect journalists from questioning the president or other politicians with whom they disagree. And that got almost no coverage at all. Overreaching is not the way to go. The fact of the matter is, even when they called Priebus and said he's challenging the First Amendment, that's not what he did. But what he did to was begin to use the West Wing and the office of the president to chip away at one of the things that make this country great and which we all have to protect. And that is a freedom of the press, including the freedom of that press, to say and do things that may not be popular with the powers that be. If for no other reason than the powers that be today will be the people with no power tomorrow. And the ability to protect each other's capacity to participate, even when we're not in power, and especially when we are, that's more durable than any president or any fight. And I hope that we can stay focused on that because that's a future path that we can all share. The other one, I don't think so.